within our own very lives, we have philosophies or things we hold to be guiding principles to guide our aspects of our life. One of mine is, when more is given, more is expected. I keep that as a guiding philosophy and a thought that constantly recurs back into my mind and all aspects of my life because it's a constant reminder for me that everything we have, everything I have is a gift and a reminder to really recognize and realize a gift from who? A gift for what reason? A lot of the, the challenges we face within our own lives is we forget what we've been blessed with, who it has come from, and why we have received this blessing. If we look at everything we do, most of the time we focus on what benefit or gain we can receive from that. If I get a dollar, I want to make that dollar turn into five dollars, ten dollars, a hundred dollars. But how many of us have taken the time to ask ourselves, where did that initial dollar come from? And why is that there for me? And so we have to begin to see and recognize that our priority in life begins to change. And sometimes it begins to get out of disorder. And so when we hear our gospel reading today, we begin to hear it very uncomfortably. If, if, you love me, if you love your father and mother more than me, you're not worthy of me. If you do X, Y, and Z things, you're not worthy of me. What is Jesus trying to get at, at the core of our gospel reading today? This is going to sound challenging and very uncomfortable for all of us, but he's asking us to look at our priorities in life. What is our priority in life? Sometimes we'll say that God is the most important thing in our life, but our words, our actions, and our deeds don't begin to reflect those priorities. We say God is here in the most important aspect of our lives, but our words, our actions, and our deeds don't reflect the fact that God is important. But instead, it shows the world that God is second, third, fourth to everything that we do. So let me frame it in these examples and ask you and ask myself to reflect on this a little more. When we first hear Jesus tell us, if you love your father and mother more than me, you're not worthy of me. What are the other things within our lives we love? One of those things is in our pocket right now. It's our cell phone. Imagine if you broke your cell phone, how quickly would you go to the next repair shop to get it fixed? Or when the next latest and greatest phone comes out, how quickly are we to get out to the store to purchase it? Okay, that's a phone. Then we have our cars. Some of us have pets. Some of us are willing to spend thousands of dollars to make sure our pet is okay. What does that say about us? When we're asked to love God unconditionally, to spend more time with God, to give up more time than just the hour we sit here at church, the excuse is no. 
I don't love God enough. But yet our words, our actions, and our deeds reflect that because our priorities focus on the phone, the car, the cat, the dog, and other people more than God. That's the first example. We hear Jesus tell us, whoever does not take up his cross to come follow me is not worthy of me. Let us look back at our own lives, my dear brothers and sisters. When our best friend calls us, how quickly are we willing and ready to drop everything we do to go spend time with them? How quickly are we to clear out our schedule to do whatever our friend needs of us? How quickly are we to respond to when our family and friends say, hey, come over to my house, I'm going to have a party in my backyard. How quickly are we there? How quickly are we able to respond yes? And whatever is in our way, we clear it all out and we go. But yet when God asks us to make a sacrifice, whether that's going to church once a week, we make excuses. When God asks of us to sacrifice something for him, we make excuses. It's uncomfortable. I don't want to do it. We get to Lent and we're all complaining why we all have to eat fish every Friday. But that's not even every day. It's once a week and we're already complaining. And during Lent we have two days when we fast and offer up where we have one full meal and two half meals. And we're already complaining. But yet we see other Buddhists and other people who are fasting more often who aren't making the complaint. But yet we're making a complaint. But as soon as we want to do something else, it's, oh, it's quick, it's fast. The last example we have. Whoever loses his life will gain it. Whoever preserves his life will lose it. Within our own daily lives, my dear brothers and sisters, we lose our life in many different ways. We make sacrifices in so many things. If our friend calls in the middle of the night and they have an accident, we're up and ready to go. When our kids want to go play soccer, we'll clear out our schedule. If our kids want to play soccer and it's a financial burden, we'll do everything we can to make sure that they get to play soccer. We'll buy them new cleats, we'll buy them new shoes, we'll do whatever they need for that. But when the church asks for your help, for a donation, a contribution, a participation in building the church, one dollar is enough, five dollars is enough, but yet we're willing to make all these other sacrifices, all these other accommodations within our own lives, but yet when it comes to the church and the love of God, it's a little challenging. It's uncomfortable. I don't want to make the sacrifice. And so today in our gospel reading, it's uncomfortable because it's challenging our own pillars. It's challenging our own philosophy. It's challenging what we have set as priorities within our lives. Because Jesus today wants us to look at our priorities and recognize and realize what is important in our life. Why did God create us very simply to know, to love, and to serve God in this life and in the life to come? That should be our priority. 
And everything from that should be informed and changed, and our life should be lived in a radical way. Because if we love God first and foremost, the love from that flows into our life, flows into our relationship with each other. Because who really wants to make sacrifices to care for their parent? I tell people, especially as parents get older, they return to these two aspects of life. They return back to what is childlike. We begin as a child and we end our life as a child. But we're all old enough to know how easy is it to raise a child? How able are they to be able to feed themselves and care for themselves? It's not easy. But how can we care for our parents with love if it's not coming from a source of love? How are we able to pick up our cross and live a life of sacrifice if it doesn't begin from somewhere? We make our sacrifices for our friends, our family, because it's convenient, it's easy, it's a benefit and gain. But when it comes to God, there's no, there's no benefit or gain that I can visually see. So there's no reason for me to sacrifice anything for God. There's nothing that I'm going to receive from Him. But we lose sight in the fact that when we give of ourselves, more will be blessed and more will be given to us in ways that are unseen, in ways that require us for reflection. And then to live out our life as prophets, those who welcome prophets into our, your home will be blessed. Because what Jesus is teaching is just not a way of thought. It's not something nice and, good, you know, feel goods. But instead it challenges us to become better. Because our life is not meant for just comfortability. Our life leads us to the cross. We hear in our second reading from the letter of St. Paul, we've been baptized in Christ and we will live and die with Christ. That life is the life we were meant to live, to have, because that is what we were meant from the beginning. So my dear brothers and sisters, one of my favorite quotes from Mother Teresa of Calcutta is not all of us are called to do great things but we're all called to do little things with great love. As we share these things, it seems very daunting. It seems very difficult because it requires a radical change within our lives. But it's not impossible to do it. it just like Mother Teresa said, do little things with great love. If we begin to love God unconditionally, we're going to be able to build on that. If we're able to sacrifice for God in little ways, we are then able to make bigger sacrifices. Big enough sacrifice where we lay down our life for the ones we love. When we try and strive to live out our faith daily in little ways, Simple things as sitting in front of our peers, doing the sign of the cross before we eat our food, are little ways we can begin to live out our faith so that we can begin to die for our faith. So let us begin today with little acts of love 
to begin to live our life and orient our lives in its proper order, in the way it's meant to be for us, where God is the most important thing and everything from that flows from the source of love, the source that imitates, that we're imitating in sacrifice, and the person that we're following as Christians, as faithful followers of Jesus Christ.